When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to TMZ Live. Harvey Levin here. Courtney here. Thanks for doing this. Thank you for having me. I uh, love it. We are going to start with something really interesting. <laughs> so um, Giselle Bündchen, uh, Tom Brady's ex-wife, um, has now officially um, said that she is dating, or at least sources are, tell it, are saying that she is dating her jiu-jitsu instructor, Joaquin Valente. And this is a guy that you have seen before because he's the one that went to Costa Rica with her yep. and the kids. Um, spent, He's been training the kids for years in jiu-jitsu. And training her as yes. well. Tom actually hired him mm -hmm. uh, to train the family. Um, and they were in Costa Rica, this is after the divorce, or after she filed for divorce. Um, and they always said he was there to train the kids. Yep. But he was Nothing there for more. extended periods of time. And sometimes we would see him out with Giselle without the kids. Right. Yes. <laughs> and they actually went there um, without the kids fairly recently. Yep. So uh, there are stories out. People Magazine did a story saying that they spoke to people saying that they've been dating since June. Okay. So they've been dating since June. That's fine. Uh, we have been speaking with multiple people close to Tom. And we're not saying that what she's saying is not true. Yeah. What we are saying is our sources are telling us Tom is calling BS on that. Correct. That this was going on long before June of last year. One of the sources told us this. They should add 2021 after June, then the headline would be accurate. I love that. But going back to the people comment, they said just June. They didn't say June 2023. So that well, they said be, last June. No, they just said June. They've been dating since June. I think they left you, it up. If I was taking it to the court of law, I would be like, I didn't give a year. No. I just said since if you June. Say, if, you, if you say to somebody, um, yeah, I did something in June. Yeah. You're not going to think three years ago I in June. Know, Come but on, you know that. <laughs> you're, you're playing a game. And, and guys, another source we spoke to uh, pointed out that when they announced, when Tom and Giselle announced their divorce in around October 2022, Giselle had taken off and gone to Costa Rica for two months. Well, Joaquin had also gone to Costa Rica for two months as well. Now, like, I get it. He's training the kids, but to be there for exactly two months at the same time together is very questionable. Well, he also has a business in Miami. But uh, this, I'm sure she pays more. This is getting him more publicity. I know, but what's he doing with his, What's he doing with his business? I'm sure he has other people that he can run the gym. Maybe. Um, uh, by the way, we had another uh, another source told us this. When they announced divorce in October 2022. Giselle fled to Costa Rica for two months. This is what Brendan had said. Joaquin <laughs> flew there with her for two months. She takes her jujitsu training seriously, LOL. So you can kind of read between the lines there. Yes, you can. That, but also, why is Tom coming out and saying this? Why? No, is, Tom is not. He's not saying it, but why are his like sources even saying it? Why would he even want people in his camp? Like Their divorce was so clean. It was so done. The kids have moved on. Everyone's happy. Just like, why? Well, again, he's not... He's not saying it. He's not saying it. But but then again, she's 
not saying it yeah, either. There are all this. sources that are saying it. On her side, the June thing was yeah. not from Giselle. It was from sources, sources. connected to Giselle. Oh. So, look, I, I don't know. Um, it's just that when you say this divorce was really kumbaya, it doesn't, it doesn't feel as kumbaya as you're saying. No, not at all. But I wonder what Tom actually feels about this. Like, actually just, like, sitting down. Does he actually, like, think there was an overlap? Like, what is going through his mind? Because he does have Irina. I mean, he might want some of the truth out of the fact of the timeline. I mean, we ha Tom has not been hesitant on going out and dating. He's dated Irina um, off and on since l late last year or, or close to a year now. So he's been more open about his dating life than Giselle has. So I think the people that we're speaking to that are somewhat close to Tom are, are, are trying to get across the point of... Well, if Tom is open and honest about his dating life post-divorce, why can't Giselle be honest about the timeline? Well, and again, these are two different stories. Yeah. And we're not vouching for one or the other, but I think what's interesting about it is they are definitely not in alignment based on what you're hearing. No, but her body is amazing. So this training that he is doing on her is working like a charm. She is so fit. She looks incredible. No, she looks amazing. Yeah. By the way... He does too. They all look good. Tom has never looked better like since post-football retirement. Divorce works for them. Yes. <laughs> Hi, Joel Bartles here from Wisconsin. Um, I might be a little bit biased here, but I'm a Tom I'm not, I'm a Tom Brady guy through and through. Um, in my opinion, nobody would even know who she is if it wasn't for Tom Brady. Uh, that's oh. not fair. That's not fair. She's she a was, huge mom. She was actually making more money she than was. him at one point during like their height of their career. Absolutely. No, she was an international, hugely accomplished model. That's, you got to give Giselle her doing. Yes. <laughs> okay, we are going to go to Australia now, um, and also 30,000 feet in the air, uh -huh. heading toward Australia, because Taylor Swift <laughs> is there, and Travis is going there right now. And we're going to explain both. Let's start with Travis, because I think this is more interesting. So... Um, we have figured out Travis Kelsey is um, headed to Australia uh, to meet up with Taylor. He was actually in Kansas City. He went mm -hmm. to Vegas uh, a couple of days ago. He was there for a, gol a, a charity yeah, he was golf golfing. Yep. Um, so he went back to Vegas, which is kind of interesting. I know, after the Super Bowl. Here's the thing, you guys. He's got to pay his dues, right? She showed up for him in such a big way at the Super Bowl. She went to all the after parties with him. I mean, the whole nine yards. Well, now, uh, as of right now, when we're filming this, he is still about two hours away from landing in Sydney, Australia, where she's got a whole nother leg of, of uh, concerts going on. She even has uh, more concerts in Singapore after that. So unclear if he's going to tag along for that. But I mean, Travis, Travis Kelsey, who knew he would be a Taylor Swift roadie right now? I mean, it's going to be amazing to see them together. Well, it's going to be interesting to see how long he goes on the road road with her because she's going to amazing spots so why not well she's going to be doing this for a year yeah and the thing about him now is um his podcast which i don't understand i, I know that they typically don't do the podcast after, after the season ends but that podcast is on fire and mm -hmm. i don't know why they don't want to keep it going but they're not and the football season's over so he's got a lot of time on his hands he has a lot of time and it's why wouldn't he want to go to support? Like Charlie Neff said, she went She went to Buffalo for him. He gets to go to Sydney for her. It's two completely different okay. playing okay. fields. Like, so this now is I'm gonna, amazing. Now, okay, now I'm going to call you out. Oh, gosh. Because 
A few years ago, God, it must have been four or five years ago, mm -hmm. Courtney and I went to Las Vegas to see Jennifer Lopez. Yes, we did. Alex Rodriguez, who was engaged to her at the time, was yeah. in the crowd, standing up dancing. <laughs> you turned to me in the middle of the concert and you said, how many of these things is he going to go to? Because that was like our 20th one well, that Well, I know, seen. but Taylor's going to have 20. <laughs> she will. He won't so go to when all does, of them. So when does he become A-Rod? After like the seventh one. <laughs> me, this is a bad example because every one of Taylor's concerts are always like a little bit different. And remember when, when Travis went to go see her not that long ago, she changed part of the lyrics to say, you know, karma is the guy on the Chiefs. And he was like blown away because he had no idea it was coming. Okay, so well that already happened. So how many times can she how many times is she gonna change the lyrics so that he gets blown away? But I, mean, I will say that this is a really smart business decision for Travis because now he's going international. You football is not that big internationally yet so like now that he's traveling with taylor swift his name is going to be on all of their uh headlines so you think all she's going to be responsible for football she's going to be responsible for building his name internationally she's taking to the next level this is massive for him oh okay and God. in addition to that he gets to like go sightsee for free i mean that's kind of cool he's going to be in sydney probably like see the koalas and all that cute stuff speaking uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, koalas and sydney so Taylor um, has a day off, and she uh, went to the zoo. Yeah, um, she looks so normal. It's just so weird, her cute little denim skirt. Like, she's trying to blend in, but it's Taylor Swift. She's never going to blend in. She's there with some of the dancers and backup dancers and just people from her tour, but it looks like super fun. She's got a little camera taking all the photos. Oh my God, that's so, it's so funny just to watch other people there. I can't, what I can't figure out is, do they clear out the area? They there only had a, to have, because I feel like that zoo would be packed at summertime in Sydney. It, it's it's odd that I mean it, you look at that and she just looks like a tourist. But wherever yeah. Taylor Swift goes, there are massive crowds, and you would think that they must have cordoned off the areas for her to see. Even the koalas are probably saying, "Oh my God, it's There's Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift!" Trying to take selfies like with Taylor. <laughs> yeah, the koalas are Swifties, low key. I know. I but by the way, do you do you guys think he, she is saving some of the touristy things to see in Australia to spend with him? Yeah, they're like, going to yes. do the bridge, right? They're doing the bridge together. They're going to do the opera house together. Like she, they're going to pose. They're going to do it all. I'm so excited for them. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm Heinz from London, and I'm going to be a little bit of a hater here. I, I don't believe this, this relationship is real. I actually just think that Taylor Swift on this, uh, on this occasion is pretty much trying to get over the PR nightmare that was really going on with the ex-boyfriend. We, we, we all know what went on there. And I think this is just a convenient relationship for both of them as, as the uh, your, uh, the co co-host, unfortunately, I'm sorry for, for, for forgetting your name, but she put it out there that, that, that he, is, he is benefiting from this um, because of um, the market that, that Taylor Swift is opening up, but opening she, him but, but, up. But, but, wait, 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 he sought her out and she could have said no. In fact, he wouldn't, she wouldn't even see him at first. And he persisted and persisted and persisted. This has been going on for a long mm -hmm. time. She's traveling halfway around the world to go to his game. I, I got to tell you, uh, there are a lot of things we don't know. On this one, trust us on this. It's a real relationship. Yeah. So I just love this. <laughs> if you want to know the way Hollywood works, this is a great example. So uh, we told you uh, last week about Kelly Rowland. She was supposed to host 
the fourth hour of the Today Show with Hoda Kotb, and she booked it about five minutes before they went on the air live because she was pissed off that she wasn't getting what she felt was the appropriate dressing room, um, and uh, it, it offended her, and she left. That was the story. Um, we reported it. Others reported it. Um, it seemed like Hoda Kotb even acknowledged it on Monday when she said, maybe we'll get her a better dressing room next time, but we love her. So I want to preface this by saying everybody loves Kelly Rowland. They say she is the nicest person. Oh, and I think hear great things about her. And it's true. Yes. I mean, she is such a nice person, and it's, she universally liked. But she had a diva moment. Yeah, <clears throat> she had a some diva people moment. do. And so um, her rep talked to Entertainment Tonight and said that she would address what had happened last week. So here's what she said. The rep said, quote, after 28 years of knowing her, Kelly Rowland remains one of the kindest, most amiable humans I have ever met and have had the blessing <laughs> to represent. Now that's gotta be true. Yeah. I mean, that's what we hear from everybody. Can you go back to the statement for a second? <laughs> Where's the word dressing room in there? No, it's nowhere. Where's the word today show in there? Nope, she went right past that. I think I'll just say what Harvey's thinking here. That means nothing. Not only is it not addressing the situation or the issue head on, it's it's some flowery fluff statement. And what's so what's so deceiving about it too is how the the media picked it up. People ran it this way, and a lot of other outlets ran it this way. Like Kelly Rowland's rep breaks silence on dressing room drama or whatever, right? And that's not that's not what happened at all. It was just like a, a nothing statement that basically said, "I love Kelly Rowland. She's great. She's super nice. Yada yada yada." Not addressing the actual, mm -hmm. not not addressing the actual substance of what happened. Look, I mean, look, I'm not trying to like poo-poo on Kelly too much. She's a good person, and this doesn't really reflect too much on her character, I don't think. But it's a little bit of an ugly moment. And funny enough, there's actually something on her Instagram right here. I think we're gonna play it right now on, on, on B-roll. In her new movie, Mia Culpa, there's like a little behind the scenes thing that she posted from Netflix where she's actually in a dressing room. So you can kind of get a sense of what I guess maybe she's used to. Um, in the footage of the dressing room, you kind of see it's a little larger. She gets a little more pampered. I'm not sure exactly what she expected, but it's just good. It's good information for news outlets that want to book her for something else in the future. This is what Kelly Rowland's standards are. Make sure that you're on point, or otherwise she'll, you know, you run the risk of her walking out on you. So there you go. Lesson for everybody. Yeah, and and I, I, you're right. And look, the 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 other thing is, it's like they are clearly saying, yeah, it was a dressing room yes. issue. Kelly is leading into it by posting the dressing room photo. Mm -hmm. um, look at what Sherry Shepard did. Um, Sherry Shepard posted this. This she was on the Sherry Shepard show this week. And Sherry bolts into the dressing room. Look at that Where opulent room yeah. <laughs> that Kelly is in, making it clear the Sherry Shepard show has a, nice has a nicer dressing room than the Today Show. Which, so, why that, doesn't the Today Show show the dressing room? I need to see photos of this dressing room that was so bad that Kelly Rowland had to leave her hosting. Uh, that's I, the, I need that's to the see missing it. piece at this point. Yes. I really want to see the dressing room too. If it is in fact a closet and like as raggedy as it as it's been depicted, maybe I'll side with Kelly Rowland. Actually, maybe I I'll, know, maybe no, I'll no, change no, my no, tune no, and side with Kelly. I, I want to say right now. Under no circumstances should you bolt because you didn't like the dressing room five minutes before you go in the air. I, you know that may be a problem. True. But here's the thing: it's not a great dressing room. And Bethany Frankel, who who once co-hosted the show even talked about that, saying it wasn't a great dressing room. But so what? 
I mean, wait till I get they it. see the TMZ dressing rooms. Man, those people. Oh, yeah. any, anybody's oh. our dressing rooms. Kelly Rowland would be leaving hey, this parking lot in a flash. You get water. You get soda. You get chips. They do a great job. We don't have a dressing room. I know. But here's, here's the thing, and this is this <laughs> is. I, I just think this is really funny. So I called the rep um, during our morning meeting. Today. Yeah, this was great. And so <laughs> I pick up the phone and I call the rep, and she answers, and I say, she says hello, and I said, hey, it's Harvey. And I hear a pause and she says, hello. And I said, it's Harvey, hello, and then click. And then I call back and it just rings and rings and goes to voicemail. So <laughs> to there you defense, go. We do that to you all the time when you call us. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, true. Not okay, that's true. That's <laughs> true. Hi, my name is Angela Pinkston. I'm from Staten Island. She's there to promote her movie, Mia Culpa. Right. Yeah. And she would have gave her a whole hour to talk about it. And to represent it for Tyler Perry, come on, Tyler Perry, a whole hour, she should have just did the job and did it happily and not walk off. What's wrong with her? Yeah, it's we, just so uh, weird. anyway, but, yeah. but bottom line is Kelly really is a great person, yes. everybody says. Okay, um, about what, 2021, sometimes mm -hmm. what, that's almost three years ago this yeah. happened. Yeah, um, there was a terrible accident in Milwaukee where an Amazon truck. Uh, got stuck on a railroad track and a train plowed through and cut it in half. So we knew that story. What we didn't know until today was there was a, um, almost like a dashboard cam. cam on the Amazon truck and now the video came out. This is unbelievable. This is what happened. That's the driver. Watch what happens to this truck. It's crazy. You can kind of see it in he his eyes. He now sees there's yeah. something going on. And he's like, oh, and every the time. the train goes right through the truck. It goes within inches of this inches. guy. And it, 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 it just basically cuts this truck in half, almost like a laser. Mm -hmm. And he was... Fine. Totally, totally fine. I mean, the video itself is obviously incredible because we've never seen this angle before. But yeah, this guy, this truck driver, Alexander, he only went, I guess, to the, the hospital at the time just as a precaution, but was completely uninjured. And I guess the reasoning that he actually didn't hear the train is he's actually deaf in one ear. So he had told media at the time he didn't hear the horn until it's too late. And you see firsthand on that dash cam right when he hears it mm -hmm. and it's almost too late. How is he so calm? I don't get it. It's I, I, I got to be the adrenaline. It has, to be, like, the, it has yeah. to be the shock. I'll tell you who isn't calm, the people who are expecting packages <laughs> from that van. I'll tell you that. 50 right. people just got alerts right. like delay a package. Uh, here's half a TV, sir. Yeah. Well, because if you see the photo of just what's oh like, that is Look at that. That's wild. the truck. That's like, what happened. I know. You don't even get out of the door anymore. You just get out the back. That is it's crazy. He is so lucky. Oh this my video God. was so wild. Hi, I'm T-Rex. I'm calling from Gulf Shores, Alabama, and I want to talk about the Amazon van. Just to hear or read this story is phenomenal, but to actually see the video, that just lets you know that God had his hands on this van and that man, and I'm just glad that he came out safely, and I hope he is counting his blessings because he is still alive today. Yes. Boy, he better be counting his blessings. I, so, I've, I've never seen anything no. like that. <laughs> Tiffany Haddish, uh, it, it's funny, I've had, uh, I had a talk with her months ago where she said, I am going to Israel. I really, really care about what's going on there. And Tiffany really has skin in the game here. Mm -hmm. She was bat mitzvahed. This is something that's really meaningful to her and she is in Israel right now. She 
landed, I think just hours ago, uh, and she's joining us live on the phone. Tiff, welcome to TMZ Live again. Hi, Tiffany. Hey, guys. Hey, everybody. So, <laughs> Tiffany, this is so meaningful. Tell us why you decided to go in the middle of what's going on in the Middle East right now. Well, you know, I feel like the Internet says a lot of things, and you can't always, at least I know when I see things about myself, I know that they're not true. So I can't believe everything that I read. I need to go see for myself. I want to talk to the actual people that's here, that people that actually experience the, the situation that happened on the 7th, the people that actually have family members that are hostages that were taken out of their own homes. Um, that were on their way to work, driving from Palestine to uh, Israel, working here on a daily basis, and how they were taken as well. Like, just, I wanted to talk to the people. I wanted to be with the people. I wanted to see with my own eyes, hear with my own ears. Not go off of what's on TikTok, because all kind of things are on TikTok that I know personally to be lies about myself. So why would I believe about anything about something else? You know, I saw a headline today. It's like, you know... <laughs> that I'm out here trying to find a man or whatever, that was a, a little joke that I cracked. I'm, I'm out here to be informed. I want the true education. You know, I think the best education, the best way to learn is to be present in a place and see for yourself. Don't believe everything the media tells you because a lot of times the media is only telling you half the truth. What have you heard so far? I've learned a lot. I've learned that people were taken out of their homes. I learned that people were taken away from that actual event that was happening. All those people that were killed, there was a lot of people killed, but a lot of people were kidnapped from that event. I didn't know that before. I learned that there's a there's a hundred people that have been freed from slavery, but there's still, a, I mean, from from being a hostage in Gaza, but there's still a hundred and plus people that are over there. And I learned that a lot of people call me that won't call me no other time of day, but as soon as they see that I'm on my way to Israel, they show calling now. One of the things that has really captured the world's attention is the scope of the retaliation uh, by Israel. Um, and, you know, 30,000 Palestinians have died from all of this. Uh, are you looking at that, too? Are you looking at that yes. part of the equation? Yes, I'm going over there, too. I'm going over there, too. This, I've just been here for a few hours, man. How I'm, long are you I'm planning on being there all. for? None of your business. <laughs> <laughs> damn snitch. So, you know, Tiffany, what? None of your damn business. Are you coming? If you come, you can come share the room with me. Come on. Oh, my God. I want to go so bad. I've always wanted to go there. Can I get off the time? No. <laughs> um, so, you know. Come I, on, Harvey. Why don't you come too, Harvey? Come yeah. over here and learn with me. Bring your camera. We can go on and do this together. I, listen. You've I, been there. You yeah, loved it, yeah? I did. Yeah. Tiffany, I got to tell you. If you're shooting any video, I'm really interested, and we will actually put a, put your journey uh, on TMZ because I, I think this is just really interesting, and also interesting that some of the things you said, the media has said, but just the idea that you want to see it for yourself because a lot of people just think the media is skewed in both directions. I think that's just really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Look, my father's from Eritrea. I read all these things about Eritrea, was told all this and that, was told don't go there because they're in the middle of a war right now. And then I went anyways to bury my father. And when I got there, it was completely different than all the things that I read on the Internet and in magazines and in newspapers. It was very, very different than what it was described to me in America. So I'm a firm believer of go see with your own eyes before you pass judgment. You know, go there cautiously, be, be cautious, but... Go see for yourself because, you know, who's writing that magazine and what are, who's paying them to write it? 
who's putting out that information and who's paying them to put it out there? Or is it coming from the actual people there? You know, yeah. like, yeah. I care about both sides. I care about humanity, human beings. I know this is like a lot of religious stuff going on, a lot of control of the land, a lot of, you know, no Jews here, no this there, whatever. I don't, that that's either here or there with me. It's about the human life, human beings, human beings, man. Mm-hmm. That's what I care about. And so that's why I'm here. No, so, and, and, and finally, you know, I got to ask you about this. There, I mean, there are people on social media who are saying Tiffany shouldn't have cracked jokes about finding a man in Israel. I, I got to say, in our morning meeting, it's like she's a comedian for crying out loud. But I want to at least give you a chance to, to talk about but that. Yeah, but I'm, a, I'm a here all by myself. I'm here all by myself, just like I was saying in 2018 when they was asking me about Monique and her husband. And I said, I don't do my business the way she does business. Because I don't have a husband. I don't mm-hmm. have what she has. Right? I don't, I'm all alone. That's what I'm trying to tell you guys. Like, I'm doing this all by myself. I'm not. I don't have, I don't have a, a whole family full of men or a man supporting me. I'm doing it on my own. I'm learning on my own. So for, like, for people to say, like, I, I have to make light of something that the average female wouldn't do. The average female wouldn't have the courage to go see for themselves. Yeah. It's a lot of scary-ass bitches out here, and y'all can be scared, but I'm going to go ahead and follow my instincts and learn as much as I can learn, educate myself before I go speaking on subject matters. My understanding is you're going to go see Michael Rappaport later that I didn't know Michael was there and he's performing, so it feels like they're trying to keep life, you know, what's going on as normal as they can in the middle of everything. Yeah, well, I'm in Tel Aviv right now, and... If you didn't know anything about a war going on, you wouldn't know that there's a war going on. Really? But, but and when you go to Hostage Square, you see that there's like all these, all these pictures and this artwork and all these things of all these hostages that were taken. You know, the families are there, represents right across the street from the military base, keeping an eye on them, like keeping a heavy hand on them, making sure they go get their kids, go get their children, go get their fathers and mothers. Well, look, Tiffany, we so appreciate you taking the time. I know you're in the middle of a lot of things there. and Yeah, I'm learning a lot. I'm in the middle. Look, I'm in the beginning learning process. So just like how when you guys were first learning your timetables and it's a little confusing, that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. No, I confused. love that you're there and doing this by yourself. Me and my friend, we go travel the world together because we also feel it's so important to get out there and go experience it and see it for yourself. So you're so strong for doing this by yourself. Very inspiring. Yeah, and it, it takes a lot of courage to do it. So if it I does. crack a joke in the process, people take offense to it. I'm sorry that you're offended, but this is how I deal with stress. Yeah, yep. you got it. It's cracking jokes. Respect you. I could have I just sat there and cried, you know. But, you know, I, I'm doing something that's kind of scary, and I don't have no support system here with me. Well, look, please, Tiffany, stay safe. Mm-hmm. And as, you know, as you... I brought, I brought some condoms. I'm going to be safe. I brought condoms. <laughs> Okay. I love it. Uh, listen, if you if you chronicle your journey on video, send us some because we'll we'll put it up on TMZ. Yeah, but I'm gonna have to send you an invoice with that too. <laughs> You're making a lot of money off this Haddish name, and I don't know what's going on my mortgage or nothing. Invite me to dinner or something. Damn, y'all keep on putting my name out there in some kind of crazy place. Do something nice for me, damn it. But I need I need a new Diamond Star David. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Tiff. Thank you so much thank for taking the so time. Much. We so appreciate thank it. You. Thanks. Okay. She's uh, awesome. She's great. Yeah. And and it's true. It takes courage. I mean, she's gone alone. Yeah. It really does take courage. So th- th- what she's doing is, it, 
to educate yourself and not just assume the media is going to, you know, spoon feed you yeah. what's going on in the world, which is not always accurate the no. way it's portrayed. Okay, we're taking a break when we come back. Mauricio Mansky is actually addressing his split with Kyle Richards. Everybody wonders, where is this heading? Is it heading to divorce court? Kyle has been really coy about it. Uh, Mauricio, less so. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back to TMZ Live. Harvey and Courtney here. So um, Kyle Richards has really been coy about um, where her marriage is heading, whether she's going to get divorced, whether she and Mauricio Mansky will reconcile. Mauricio decided to be um, a little more open about it on his show, Buying Beverly Hills, which is a Netflix show. Mm -hmm. uh, and he was talking to his daughters about the split um, and really offered more insights about not just why they broke up, but about what they're allowed to do while they're separated, and it seems to forecast where this might be heading. So you know your mom uh, came and she talked to me, um, and she said, I think I need space. Um, she said to me, listen, the rules are that, you know, you go out, you date, you do whatever it is that you wanna do. Like, I'm not gonna be asking you what you're doing. I don't want you to be asking me what I'm doing. Like, we are separated. We only even found out that there was any issues like just a few months ago and now it just is like things change so quickly <sighs> i'm sorry well, that we're all going through this me too you know it's really I, interesting that they're free to date yes i mean how do you not ask any questions when someone doesn't come home like when we got those videos of him in aspen with like anetta like how do you not ask well questions? no but the, 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 i think there's a different point which is you don't have to ask questions because there are plenty of photographers who basically shoot everything yeah. that's going on. We saw him in the bar there um, without his shirt, uh -huh. you know, shooting champagne in the air. Uh, we've seen him with other women on the slopes yeah, in Aspen. Yeah, holding hands with his dancing with So you almost stars. don't have to ask because I you can know, see it right there like, with your eyes. Then how do you still, I don't understand how they're still living in the same house. It all is just so baffling to me how like they're living in this because I don't get it. How do you still live under the same household with someone separated like this. Well, they did say that they live in the same house, but they have different bedrooms now. They also travel to, they also have multiple other properties, Courtney. So they do travel to the other properties, spend probably more time there than they do in the same house together. But, you know, Kyle was on the Today Show and she actually was talking about the split as well and just said that she came to a breaking point and there was a lot of, you know, things that le like led up to this. And, you know, we should play this because actually what she said in the Today Show today, I think is about as open as she's, she's ever been. What was it? What did happen? What caused this to happen? Oh my gosh, you know, that's a big question. I think there were certain things that were there and then we had kind of been putting on the back burner for a long time. You know, you're pregnant and you're breastfeeding and then yeah. it was working and juggling the kids and you mm -hmm. kind of forget about it and it you know, resurfaces again. Mm -hmm. And I think it just, I kind of came to a, a I would say a breaking point, mm -hmm. honestly. 
Yeah. And I'd gone through a lot. I lost my best friend. And I think that really does change you and makes you look at things differently. What I find really mm. interesting about this is that I think, you know, she's taking this all the way back, more than, you know, two and a half decades. Yes. And, and I think what she's saying is, I was kind of alone because Mauricio's out there building his empire mm -hmm. and, you know, and making money for us because they were broke when they started, or at least he wasn't making any yeah. money. And um, he was out there building and she was there raising a family. And it sounds like she's saying, I was lonely. Yeah, but my issue is, is I watched The Real Housewives for every single season that it's been on for more than over a decade now. She always painted it the, the perfect marriage. They never fought, they never fought once. So the fact that she's saying that since she was pregnant over 15 years ago, she always painted it out to have this picture perfect marriage and I feel lied to. As a Bravo person, I feel lied to. I definitely have to agree with you too because it seems like they kept a lot of things from the daughters, especially the, the two younger ones, Sophia and Alexia, because their reactions in that clip seem really raw and real where she was like, I didn't even know problems were happening until a few months ago and now you guys are separated. So they seem just as caught off guard as you did. My name's Cecilia from Chicago. I feel like this has been a long time coming, um, but regardless, I feel like Mauricio might have shared a little bit too much with their daughters. Regardless, their daughters handled it really maturely, I feel like. So it'll be interesting to see how the dynamic changes after all these pictures and all that stuff is coming out now. Yeah, it, if you had to bet, I, I'm not so sure they're gonna save this marriage. No, yeah. I think it's done. Uh, okay, so uh, Northwest almost broke a record. That is <laughs> Kanye and Kim's daughter. Mm -hmm. Because Northwest is now uh, on the charts, the Billboard charts, for her song on Kanye's Vulture album. Yes, she's featured on Kanye's song, Talking, and she's ranked number 30. She's one of the youngest kids ever. Blue Ivy has beat her out. She, but was, she's no, she still was seven on years it. old, Blue She was Ivy. seven years old, but Northwest is still on the charts. She's 10. She's 10 on the Billboard charts. How? Well, let's be clear here. I, I mean, nothing against, I give Northwest actually a ton of credit. I think it's tough for any 10 year old to go on a song like this. And she definitely has charisma and a stage presence. We've seen her come out at Kanye's shows, but I don't think she's really moving the needle too much on this song. If you put any of Kanye's kids, whether it be Saint or Psalm or any of them, it, they, the song would be doing just as well. I don't think people are tuning in because they love Northwest. If they Northwest. put you on the song, Jacob, you would probably have a no, billboard number. If they put me on the song, it'd be much higher than 30, if I could tell you that. Right. Uh, I, I agree with Jacob that, look, I mean, it's Kanye's album and whatnot, mm -hmm. but, you know, Northwest has certainly had designs on following in her dad's footsteps musically. Mm -hmm. um, and I think this cements it. I think now that this has happened, uh, there's no turning back. No. And I wonder what that means for Kim in well, terms of raising Northwest. Not that she would be against it, yeah. but the alignment now between Northwest and Kanye versus Northwest and Kim, you wonder how that dynamic well, Kim did post and say congratulations, like my of baby. Of course she did. Yeah. <laughs> Adam Treasure from London. I think this is an amazing achievement for her. Obviously, being the offspring of um, Kanye West itself, this does give her a level up, as they will say. But it's a major um, congratulations to the family itself for being a musical artist at that age, young age, is super awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's sweet. Absolutely. It's a big accomplishment. Colton Underwood from The Bachelor has revealed his intense desire to start a family. You know he got married a year ago and they want to have a baby. But here's the rub. Colton had a big problem because his sperm was dead. Um, and he talked a little bit about that 
today on The Today Show. I'm excited to announce I'm doing this new project and I'm letting people back into my life a little bit um, mm -hmm. with some guardrails. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm launching a new series called Daddyhood. Okay. And the spoiler alert is my husband and I on our, are on our path to parenthood. Oh, so that's sweet. So we awesome. have been in the fertility journey for about two years now and I, I told you off air, like mm -hmm. I was going back and forth. Do I want to do this? Do I not? Because it's so emotional and I publicly, right? Publicly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've had already some fertility struggles yeah. and I just, you know, it's time we talk about this and, and often women are mm -hmm. sort of the burden of the fertility conversation. And I was someone who I can pride myself on being healthy yeah. and I didn't have any sperm. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So what's interesting about this is that he said the cause mm -hmm. was fitness, basically, that yeah. he has an intense fitness regime, which includes riding bicycles yeah. and what can happen to bike riders with bicycle seats, as well as other um, forms of exercise um, can contribute to low sperm count. Yeah, because it just squishes. Is that like the science behind it? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I was really excited because he said that they were trying for two years to, and it is like sad when someone like wants to become like a father or like a parent and they have to go through all these struggles. And it is true. You mostly only hear it from like the from women standpoint, right. never the male. So it is interesting to hear like his journey on this with his partner. And I thought what was interesting too is he was able to reverse the low sperm count or the non-existent sperm count. But he said it's been, you know, quite a process getting an egg donor. Now, uh, you know, they're going through the surrogate process and their first surrogate, um, it didn't work out because she had some health issues and now they're on to a second one. Um, and I just think it is, it is interesting because this is kind of like the new, form of of having a kid you know it's becoming more normalized to go through this process there's a lot of people out there that can't have kids you don't have to be a gay couple to not be able to have a kid there's lots of you know straight people that aren't able to have kids and now there's options like this that has become more normalized i don't want to get political here however um this week the alabama i think i think it happened yesterday yeah it alabama happened supreme yesterday. court said that when eggs are fertilized, that egg is a child. Yeah. And the issue there is that a lot of times what they do is they dispose of the eggs either that aren't healthy or just are excess. Yeah. And now there's concern that so many people who use this form of a, a lot of the facilities don't know what they're going to do now with this ruling. They don't it's, know they don't know whether they can throw the yeah. eggs out. They don't know whether they should limit the number of eggs. And again, this only applies in Alabama, Correct. but there are other states that are considering something similar. Mm -hmm. Hi, my name is Christina. I'm from Coquitlam, BC, Canada. And I think it is amazing that he's sharing his journey publicly, him and his husband. I didn't even know that you once you lose the sperm count, you can get it back. So I learned something from that. Be very interested to know if the riding the bike is from squishing it. That's an <laughs> interesting question. Yeah, no, I learned a lot today too. <laughs> Honestly, I had no idea either. So Garth Brooks uh, is uh, going to perform at his bar opening. And look, if Garth wants to do that, he can fill up a <laughs> hundred bars with no problem. Uh, the bar is called, of course, Friends in Low Places. So who do you think he might want to bring in uh, to draw an even bigger crowd? That one is hard because there's a lot of places, there's a lot of people that he could, but right now, the biggest player? Travis Kelsey. Travis <laughs> Kelsey. So 
Travis Kelsey gets the party going. He's always the person at the front of the line at all the Chiefs party. He's always in the front of like when they go to the White House. Travis Kelsey is the party. You want him there. It's I mean, there's the no best. doubt about it. And he's proven And that. I think that he would go. Do you think Taylor helps? Yes, of Taylor definitely helps. helps. A thousand percent. I think Travis would do this. Like, I do see him doing it. The this. only reason I think he wouldn't do it is if he's out of the country because of Taylor. Yeah. That's the only reason I could think of. Yeah. What's really funny about this is Garth actually said, look, Travis, if you do come, bring Jason, bring your boys. I'll even send my plane, which seats 11 people. Bring the whole party, but we're going to make sure this is early on in the day because I saw you during the, <laughs> the rally, and I could tell you were drunk. So we're going to get this done so you can actually do it right this time and redeem yourself. That's, That's hysterical. Yeah. Uh, what else do you guys want to talk about? This is Kim in St. Louis on Tom Brady and Giselle, and it is what it is. They're divorced now, and the timeline doesn't even really matter at this point. They both moved on. Just wish each other well and continue co-parenting the kids for a positive and healthy outcome post-divorce. Well, that's yeah. what everybody hopes for, for mm -hmm. sure. One more. What's up, everybody? This is Mo Lynch from Battle Creek, Michigan, and talking about the uh, Kelly Rowland situation. Bethany Frankel is giving me shut up and dribble vibes. You know, Kelly doesn't have to be uh, uh, thankful to be anywhere. You know, she's an icon. So when she comes to your studio, have them blue M&Ms ready or she's leaving. So let me ask you a quick <laughs> question. J-Lo was there. There was one dressing room. Who should get it? Oh, I'm going Kelly Rowland all day. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. At least he's stuck to it. That's why I'm in J-Lo watch Yeah. That. Okay. Well, this is something I have never seen. I have never seen a tattoo like this. And we have seen a lot of tattoos over here at TMZ. But this is aggressive. That's a tattoo, folks. <laughs> it's not a wetsuit. It's a tattoo. A um, so this Machine Gun Kelly, the reason he said he did this is he had so many mm -hmm. tattoos that were so different that his body was chaotic. So he wanted to just cover everything. And I don't know whether he's gonna start again and use kind of a blank How? canvas, but that's just crazy. It's, well, I'm also offended because he covered up a lot of the Ohio tattoos that he had and <laughs> I recognize that they're not there. I'm like, how dare you? But, but that's so intense. That had to hurt more. Honestly, just get him removed. I, I, I don't Go even know. How, I don't know how you do that. No. But but that is just like unbelievable to me. And if he walks I, out, it looks like a garment to me. Yeah. Well, and he's not that old. So what's going to happen over the next decade? Is he going to regret this? Like, can, what is happening? <laughs> okay, guys. We will see you tomorrow. Bye.